guess what time it is it's spritz o'clock hi girlies welcome back to the podcast my name's amanda and i'm reeves and this week we are talking about 2023 a year in review our highs and lows of the past year as well as what we learned i'm so excited to dive into this episode because i feel like we have so much to reflect on so much i feel like so much has happened over the past year and we've grown and changed so much you always forget like how much can change in a year's time like i always say think about yourself a year ago and imagine if you could go tell that girl like what was going to happen to her over the Mm -hmm. next 12 months it's crazy and it goes by so fast i know it always does and as you get older it seems to go by faster and faster i hate it i think it's just because like you get busier each year or something i don't know i don't know why that happens but i wanted to stop (laughs) i want to go back to being a child anyways before we jump into this week's episode we're gonna do ins and outs of the week reeves do you have an in for us of course so my in this week is trying new grocery stores and i know amanda she does not like a grocery store but a grocery store is like my happy place i love so like for example i'm trying out central market right now and like trying to learn all of the you know you know when you like know the secret stuff at your grocery store yeah and like when you're like in the know and you know what dips to get yeah. and like where everything is yes. and like you're just like that girl yes so i'm trying to become a pro at central market and my friend gabby is a pro and i literally did my first grocery shop at my new house and i made her come with me because i was like okay i need you to show me all the good stuff from central market did she show you loved it no that's like my central market it item what is it it's a pre-made dip that you can get they sometimes have it in the deli section and it's so good with i mean max's mom will serve it with like tortilla chips but i've even done it with just like crackers or like okay you can really try a lot of different things with it um it's so good i don't know exactly what's in it but it's kind of like a uh i don't want to like turn you off from it if i give this comparison bean dip oh no 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 no. it's kind of like a cane sauce like taste yum okay i love cane sauce but it's a thicker consistency because it's like a dip okay i'm gonna get it like she was telling me about the mozzarella cheese and just like random things she's like it's just superior here at central market so there's a lot of things that really are if you guys aren't from dallas or you aren't familiar with central market i honestly don't know where they have other locations it's owned by heb which is a really big uh grocery store chain like all around texas did you guys have those in alabama no i've never been to one i think it's just a texas thing but they don't have any in dallas they have a central market which is kind of like the bougier version of heb it's really annoying that we don't have an heb i know it's in plano or something yeah it's like in some suburb is the closest one but i would always go to the one in waco because that's where i have family like we would always hit that one like on my way back from like camp or like if we ever went to baylor or anything to visit them that's fun i just love a grocery store truly so yeah that's my end for the week i love that what's your out my out this week it's a little bit more of a serious out because obviously i've been doing lots of reflecting on the past 12 months of my life on 2023 setting goals for myself for this new year and i think one thing that is going to be out for me next year and is i mean starting right now is trying to like control situations that aren't in my control Mm -hmm. i feel like i think i need to fix other people's problems a lot and that that is somehow my responsibility when it's really not and i need to be more selective about which situations i insert myself in and realize that it's not my job to 
fix someone else's problem fix someone else's problems like save the day and even mm-hmm. if they ask you to it's still not your job like no. you know what i mean like I, you like someone could literally be like will you help me with this and you can actually say no i feel like you're speaking to me right now i like needed to hear this <laughs> i mean i I, I just am getting to a point in my life where i feel kind of spread thin and i don't know why i'm really trying to figure it out and i'm like what can i eliminate from my life what is happening to me right now that's making me feel this way like i have my hand in too many baskets like too many buckets Mm -hmm. i feel like a frazzled squirrel squirrel running around every day me and i'm like what can i eliminate and i think it's because i keep like promising like i'm gonna go to lunch with this person me too i'm gonna go on this trip i'm gonna do this and i'm like i don't need to do all these things like it's not that i don't want to make new friends because i do or like it's not that i want to close myself off from like potential opportunities but i just need to be more selective selective and thoughtful around like what is not like what is a relationship with this person gonna give me Mm -hmm. like in return like i don't want it to be that transactional but truthfully is this something that's like aligned with where i want to be and like aligned with like my goals like is this gonna like enrich my life in a way that like propels me towards like the person i'm trying to become Mm -hmm. hey i love that yeah and i just think that this past year and especially the holidays i mean it really tis the season for overcommitting like that's what brought about all of this like just the christmas season and all these white Mm -hmm. elements all these parties and i'm like I'm grateful for the invitation, but I feel so guilty saying no. no. So then I go and I'm like, I didn't need to like spend money on that gift. I didn't need to like socialize mm-hmm. at that party. Like I feel, I feel so drained. I have been feeling the exact same way. So maybe, so maybe this can be my out too. <laughs> I feel the same exact way. I feel so spread. I feel spread. I feel so. I feel. I feel so spread thin. <laughs> I feel like I've been spread so thin, I think, maybe. Yeah. I feel like I've been spread so thin. <laughs> I can't say it. I feel very overcommitted, like drained all the time. By the time I get in bed, I'm just like out of words. I'm dead. And I feel like I've been trying to eliminate and figure out what I need to eliminate from my life to make me not feel this way. But it's like, I guess I struggle with people pleasing too, because I'm like, Oh my God, I'd hate to say no to my friend Morgan's party. Like I'm going to tonight, but I'm going. But um, like, I'd hate to say no and like sit at home. But like, I don't know. I just deal with stuff like that. I'm like, I could go. What else would I be doing? But then I get drained sometimes. I think our problem, and me and Reese were talking about this last night, is we are both people that don't enjoy relaxing really. Yeah. Like, we were talking about we never just sit on the couch and watch TV. Like, Mm -mm. that is not fun to us because we almost have this, like, guilt trip. Yes. I'm like, like, there's always something I can be doing. Yeah. It's like, why would I sit here by myself in my house on the couch and watch, like, a TV show? Like, that's not right. Like, in my head, I'm like, I could be cleaning. I could be organizing. There's so much stuff for the house we haven't bought yet. Mm -hmm. There's so many rolls of shelf liner i need to cut up and put yeah. in the drawers still like, like i could be looking for clothes like you could be looking for clothes yeah. for tiktok like stuff like that i'm like oh i could do a q a on my instagram story right now oh i have a vlog from yesterday i haven't edited like there's always something i could be doing but i think not taking that intentional time to relax is also a reason like why we're feeling like this i totally agree and that's why it's a goal of mine for the new year to take time for myself and truly like unplug because i feel like I've been so addicted to my phone. 
yeah and it's an issue for me i think another thing i struggle with and i'm not like calling myself a liar but i'm saying like i think i struggle with transparency in those situations of like people asking me to do something and i will like make up an excuse for why i can't go and i need to just be up front and be like i'm so worn out i need to just like chill out tonight or something and be like honestly i feel so spread thin since i moved into this house there's a ton of stuff i need to get done still i don't want to commit to this because i don't think i have the energy right now but let's reconnect like in january or something like that and i don't know why i'm not just upfront and honest because like for me it's like i don't do that because i don't think i like it's a good enough reason to say no i think is the yeah the problem i kind of learned that this year that it is an excuse to be like i'm so i just don't have it in me i'm so sorry like let's you know go to lunch next week or something when i'm feeling not like this you know what i mean yeah and like your friends are always going to be so understanding because chances are they've been feeling that way too before and um you know they're understanding they're your friends yeah so i don't know where i got it in my head that that was rude i think like it's just the way that not like blaming other people but like the way that we were raised like you're not supposed to just like not go if you don't have anything going on like going is the right thing to do Mm -hmm. like you support your friends like whatever so i feel like being tired or being overwhelmed is like not Not valid yeah but it so is because it's also like you go and you don't give it a hundred percent and you're just kind of like dead in the corner yeah (laughs) and it's like like, that's even worse like you don't want me there yeah like i'm not fun tonight so i'll come when i'm recharged you know what i mean yeah anyways that's my out reeves you have an out for us (laughs) i feel like that's my out too like i'm just gonna (laughs) okay i'm just gonna go along with it (laughs) obviously you guys can tell like the stress of this season is really getting to us so with that being said we do have a little announcement for you guys so obviously reeves and i have been doing this podcast since april if you have listened to every single one of those episodes i just want to start with thank you thank you the support we've gotten for this podcast in 2023 is truly unbelievable i never thought that no like i can't even put it into words because i truly am so mind blown by it and i'm just so glad everyone's been enjoying the podcast and we love doing this so much like it truly is like the highlight of my week every single week so yeah it's been like the most rewarding experience and we are so so grateful for all of our listeners and that being said we want to make 2024 and season two of spritz o'clock bigger and better than ever we want to like blow it out of the park we have so many ideas we have so much stuff planned so many amazing guests lined up and i think you guys are going to be really really pumped when when we release some of these episodes but in order for us to make things the best ever next year we need to take a little break get our ducks in a row line up some plans strategize and scheme to have an amazing season two so our season one finale is going to be on tuesday january 2nd and then from there we're going to be taking a little break and returning with the season two premiere on january 23rd Mm -hmm. which is also a tuesday we're going to be sticking to our regular tuesday schedule in 2024 we love the tuesdays we never missed a single tuesday of season one yeah like we had i don't even know how many episodes we had consecutively almost 40 i think in season two we'll have even more episodes since we're not starting in april again we'll be starting in january 
Also in 2024, we are going to be looking to expand our team. So right now we are currently like a two-person show. Reeves and I do all of the recording, editing, planning, scheduling, emailing, like anything that has to do with production and also hosting the show, we facilitate ourselves. (laughs) Exactly. And as much as we love doing all of those jobs and wearing all of those hats, it's not practical for growth so we really want to add a third member to our team in the position of an intern and it was really important to us that we announced this specifically and exclusively on the show because we would love for the intern to be a listener somebody that truly understands me and Reeves the show what type of guests we have what type of jokes we make it's really important that you're in tune with like content creation the influencer world pop culture all of those things that we love so basically we'll kind of need someone to kind of assist in you know helping with the cameras manning the cameras since now we do youtube uh which is super exciting um i feel like handling emails will be super helpful for an intern to handle um you know being proficient in tiktok CapCut, instagram kind of running the accounts youtube all social media apps And I do want to add that this internship is going to be unpaid, but we do offer school credit and also the possibility for monetary compensation somewhere down the line. This show is, once again, very, very small still. And right now we don't have like the capacity to have a paid position, but we can offer school credit and we can offer future opportunities. Also, we're really fun. We're really fun. (laughs) Like, who wouldn't want to work with us? We'll be your friend. (laughs) Yeah. I'll take you to lunch, maybe. I'm just kidding. We will. You'll get a lot of Aperol spritzes. Yeah. You can drink on the job. A few other things to add. We do need someone who's local to us, someone who's based in Dallas, someone who is currently enrolled in school. This would be an internship for your 2024 spring semester. We can offer you school credit, as I said before, and it's going to be about 15, 16 hours a week of work. So if you are interested in applying for this position, please email spritzaclockpodcast at gmail.com with your resume and your cover letter and tell us a little bit about yourself and why you think you would be amazing for this position. And we'll be in touch. Yay! I'm so excited. So go apply. With that being said, let's jump into the episode. Should we start with highs or lows of our year? Let's end on a positive note. So let's I agree. start with the lows. Okay, Reeves, give us your lows of this past year okay and tell us what you learned so i feel like one of my first lows is not being as close as i am now with some of my friends just because i was in a relationship i was spending more time with my boyfriend than i was like you know with all of my friends and i still went to all the big stuff but kind of just like the day-to-day you know, keeping up with your friends, checking on them. I feel like I could have done a way better job at the beginning of the year. And I feel like whenever you have a, you're in a relationship, it's something truly to, you know, make sure you're focusing on your friends still and not getting like so engulfed with your boyfriend or significant other. So I feel like I wish I had, you know, been more present with my friends and checked on them. So now that I'm not in a relationship anymore, I am obviously so close with my friends. I've said before, I feel like I'm literally in college sometimes because we're all just like hanging out all the time and it is so amazing. And I've gotten so close with, you know, some of my friends that I've 
always been pretty close with, but just gotten way closer, you know, towards the end of the year because I just have more time to kind of focus on them. And I've just learned that girl friendships are so important and there's nothing like, you know, there's nothing like your friends. So do you regret not like fostering your female friendships more when you were in your relationship? Yeah. Um, I just feel like I just feel like I didn't focus on them enough. And next time I'm in a relationship, I'm definitely going to make sure I not that I neglected them at all. Like I still talk to them on a daily basis, but it's more of like being present and like being proactive and like, oh my gosh, how did your job interview go? Like, let me call you and talk to you about it for an hour type of thing. Whereas I would have been like, oh my gosh, congrats. Like, I'm so excited for you. How did it go? And then like, go yeah. do something else, if that makes sense. Not to play devil's advocate, but I've had a situation similar to yours before with one of my past relationships where I really did neglect my girly, my girlies. And when we broke up, it sucked because I had to kind of like put in the work to yeah. get those friendships back. And I didn't know that my friends were really hurt by it. Mm -hmm. And we kind of, you know, went through a little fight, if you will. This was back in high school. So, you know, a lot of lessons learned back in those days. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure it would be very different right now if Max and I were to break up. But I do want to say I think it is like very hard and to not be too hard on yourself about it. Mm -hmm. Not yeah. that you're being too hard on yourself, but I guess I'm speaking to everybody when I say this. Having a boyfriend and also having very close female friendships is a lot. Yeah. And also just having time for yourself in that and having a relationship with your family. Oh, yeah. There's so many relationships you have to work on, like, continuously. And I feel like my best friend, Annalisa, does the best job she's She is been. good at it. She has been in... Well, she just got engaged. And... um they have been together for 10 years and so i feel like she truly has like the perfect balance of like spending time with her fiance and spending time with her friends and her family like she handles it with such grace like she gets in you know she has conflicts and whatnot like scheduling conflicts with people and stuff like that but she just is truly so amazing at it so we should ask her advice yeah she should come back on she was on our bama rush podcast episode she's so cute okay should i give a low Yes. Speaking of relationships, I feel like one of my lows this past year is my relationship with my sister has changed so much. And I mean, this is kind of a vulnerable thing, I think, for me to bring up on this episode. I probably should have okayed it with her first, but not that we're like fighting or anything like that. Like we still have a very healthy sister relationship, but me and Chrissy went to college together. She's two years younger than me. Obviously, we grew up in the same house our entire lives. Mm -hmm. And she moved to Denver after she graduated in the spring. And it's been so much harder trying to keep up with her long yeah. distance. And I feel like as an older sister, it's my job to, like, check in on her, make sure she's doing yeah. okay, like, go visit her. Literally, the one weekend I was supposed to go visit her this past summer, I got COVID. I right remember before, that. And I couldn't go to Denver. I was so sad. And I just feel like a relationship has changed a lot because we're long distance now. And that's something I had never experienced yeah. prior to this year. And she's working and like is adjusting to a whole new She's in city. a new relationship. Yeah. Like she has I, a lot of new going on. She's a lot of new going on. And like, I know it's also part of my job to like let her fly and like figure it out because yeah. we did go to college together. I've just always kind of been like a presence in her life, mm -hmm. if you will. And almost kind of like paved the way for her almost. Like would yeah, you say? Same, same sorority. Yeah. like i i literally rushed other girls that i thought would be in her friend group like 
speaking of controlling situations that shouldn't be in my control like you, you guys like that's the level of control freak i used to be or can kind of still be sometimes but like i just always like tried to like set everything up for her you know mm -hmm. so much because i love her and this is her first time really being out on her own and i'm like is she doing okay up there like i feel yeah. like we aren't talking as much as we used to but i also think like that's how siblings are like you go through eras yeah, where you're together like all the time place. It ebbs and flows, and that's okay, but in 2024, I definitely want to be more intentional about, like, FaceTiming her, going to visit her, mm -hmm. going to lunch, like, if we can, like, yeah. just doing more things one-on-one, -on -one because I missed her this past year. Yeah, like, it's hard when you, you know, you're post-grad, you're an adult now, you really only have, like, weekends with people. Like, it's not, you can't go on like a week long vacation usually like with your siblings and stuff. I don't know. That's kind of what I always think about. I'm like, I only have like really a weekend with her. My, yeah. my hey guys, we're taking a little break from today's episode so that I can tell you about an exciting project that I'm starting in 2024. As you guys know, I'm always talking about fashion, styling, personal shopping, all things clothing on this podcast, as well as my social media. In fact, one of my most asked questions this year from you guys was, can you help me find a dress for a date party, a wedding, my vacation? You're always asking me shopping and clothing advice. So I decided to take it to the next level this upcoming year and partner with Index, which is a digital personal styling app so that I can become available to you as a personal stylist. Starting January 1st, you can download the Index app, that's I-N-D-Y-X, from the App Store and select me as your personal stylist to create a lookbook for you. Whether you're going on vacation, you have a special event coming up, or you're just looking to like take your wardrobe to the next level in 2024, I would love to work with you on a personal level to make sure you are looking your best and hottest this upcoming year. So make sure to download Index and select me as your stylist. I would love to create a lookbook for you. I'll give you 10 outfits, including items that already exist in your wardrobe mixed with some new purchases that are really gonna take your style to the next level. Okay, now back to the episode. Anyways, what's your next low? Okay, so my last low of the year so at the beginning of the year, I was obviously still in a relationship and I think it was causing me just a lot of anxiety and that kind of bled like into my work, into my day-to-day -day life. I was drinking more than I drink now, not like out of control, but like definitely would take it a little too far sometimes. And I feel like I was just always in my therapist's office, like bawling, crying and I haven't been to her in like a hot minute, which is like a good sign. I feel like I haven't like had the urge to go to her. Um, but I just feel like my anxiety was so much worse. And I feel like whenever you don't have the right relationship in your life, it just like bleeds into so many different aspects. Like my anxiety, my drinking, like my job kind of it wasn't suffering by any means but like my performance level was just lower than it is now and um i don't know i just didn't have as much motivation like everything i feel like you were very not very i feel like just you were a little bit depressed almost even yeah too like i you, was i didn't want to go do like a lot of stuff yeah now i always have plans like during the week i was always at home but like not in like a healthy way <laughs> it was just like didn't want to go do anything 
Yeah. I also think like you just seemed so stressed a lot. Like your stress skin, level was so high. Your skin, yes. Yeah. My skin's gotten so much better. Um, not that it was ever like bad, but my skin's gotten better. Like there are just so many things. I've noticed such a difference in the way I feel. Like I got off my birth control. I got an IUD and then which like I'm sure that helped too with my hormones and stuff, but just like so many changes. So Yeah, it's crazy yeah. how like being in you know just not the right relationship for you does affect so many different areas of your life yeah. and you might not even realize it exactly so now i'm really realizing i'm like i was in like, bad shape <laughs> you cut one thing out and it makes everything else better yeah exactly insane yeah so that was my low but now we're at a high point so what's your low? my next low i kind of have two more lows one of my lows was moving as much as I did this past year. At the start of 2023, I was still living in an apartment with two of my best friends from college. Moved out in June into my parents' house. Lived with my parents until the start of November. And then Max and I moved into a house together, the house that I'm currently sitting in. Isn't it so cute? Yeah. So I would just say like the amount of transition in my living situation and my environment. Yeah was a lot because you like love being in your space and having your space exactly like how you want it clean organized and like you feed off of that and i feel like it was just very up and down yeah it was just a little unsettling the amount of moving i was doing and i was super stressed about max and i finding the perfect house to live in and like obviously when you're living at home with your parents it does kind of like change your family dynamic a yeah. lot but i do think what i learned is like the importance of flexibility mm -hmm. like you can't really let that upset you so much and that's very hard to do and this is something i've struggled with my entire life like i used to pack sheets and when i would go to hotels like <laughs> okay i'm literally gonna sound like i am psychotic if i open up this much on this podcast episode never heard this but i used to get ex have i really not talked about this no I used to get extreme homesickness when I was younger. Like, I have always been very, very close with my family and just loved... I mean, I'm very fortunate to have a great relationship with my parents and always, like, loved my home growing up. But it was almost to a fault. Like, going to camp was very, very hard for me. Going to sleepovers was very hard to hard for me. Like, I would always call my mom at 3 a.m. to come pick me up from a sleepover. I hated, like, when I would have to, like, share a bed with people. I always wanted to sleep in my own bed. I never wanted to sleep in a sleeping bag. Never wanted to sleep on the couch. I hated sleeping in hotels because I, like, would break out in hives. Like, this is so insane. And my mom, this happened to my mom, too. Like, she broke out in hives on her honeymoon because, like... Uh-uh. Just, like, traveling is so stressful. Like, it, like, really, like, my, not being in my environment, like, would manifest, like, physically, like, in my body. And I would, like, break out in hives from, like, and I would tell myself, of, like, being somewhere new. Like, having to sleep in a different bed. And this is really when I'm, like, a child, you guys. Like, this is, like, before I'm even in high school. Like, before, I'm, like, 10, 11 years old, probably at this point, 12, maybe at the oldest. And, like, obviously, a little bit of that you grow out of and you mm -hmm. learn to feel safe in different places. But moving for that reason is why it's, like, always still so stressful to me because, like, I will feel, like, physically, like, ill from... No, I get that. And I think it's, like, really an anxiety thing, but um, 
I just kind of learned this year that like you have to learn to adapt like and it is like roll so, the punches it is so crucial to like your overall like success if you let those little things run your life like you you will not run your life you know what I mean like you let it control you and so I think I've gotten a lot better than better at that but from you know making those realizations and like having little practices in place to like make myself feel good in a new environment but um yeah that was hard for me hey i think you did a great job we Thanks. love being vulnerable on here but that's like a very real thing like i feel like a lot of people don't talk about that it's so weird like when i first went to college so bad reeves like and you're in a dorm like oh it's my not, god the dorms yeah. were so bad i moved dorms to i made me and my roommate my freshman year roommate move to the handicapped dorms so that we could each have our own bedroom like i sound like such a brat honestly but like i don't know why i was like this i hope i raise my children in a way that they don't turn out like this <laughs> I don't seriously think i think it's just like you knew what you liked you were very comfortable there and i mean it just happens to some people yeah, I, I don't know, but like I would get so homesick my first semester at college. Like, yeah, and it's already like a super normal thing, but you were dealing with like stuff like that on top of it. I feel like like it was probably I, like missed my parents. Like it was that I missed my parents too, but I'm just like I just like don't like this environment. Like yeah. I did not like living in a dorm at all. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't either. It's like hard. It, it was funny and like I'll laugh about it now looking back on it but like, like I kind of think about it and I'm like my mental health when I was living in a dorm was like not good in my physical health I always had some weird like congestion and cough like ugh. I did our too. dorms are nasty at OU they've since blown them up anyways enough depressing stuff <laughs> do you want to give us like a high of course I feel like a big high this year for me was it was actually like a professional high not the podcast though <laughs> my actual job i feel like i got way more responsibility this year and i really like started leading projects which is like super exciting to me because i am the youngest one in my company and for anyone who doesn't know i work for an educational software company so think like blackboard or canvas something like that um and we sell it to like jails and school districts and stuff. And basically, sorry, I'm not trying to laugh at the jail comment. That is so real. That is literally inappropriate of me. I'm done. <laughs> Goodbye. Canceled is me. I'm literally going on a work trip tomorrow to a jail. So um, Reeves is a saint. <laughs> if you guys didn't know, she works. She works in an amazing industry, and it is very important to educate people who are seeking an education, even if they are in jail. And I should not have laughed at the comment. The end. <laughs> you don't realize how much you take for granted. Like, I every don't. time I've gone, I, I feel like such a brat because every time I've gone on these work trips, like, these kids are so appreciative, and it's literally the sweetest thing ever. So, um, yeah, I love my job and I feel like this year I'm going to do a better job with like balancing podcasts and trying to do like content creation and stuff while also like working my nine to five. So I'm really excited about that. But yeah, I just feel like a high was that they trust me with more and I'm actually like leading a team and it's just super exciting to me because I am the youngest one. So yeah, I feel like I don't talk about my job that much, but I'm yeah. so proud of you. Thanks. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. So that was a high. Do you have a high for us? 
I do. So going off kind of like what I was talking about with my low with all the moving stuff, I do want to say it's a double-edged sword. Like so many highs within that entire process too. I feel like first and foremost, moving in with my parents that time was amazing because I really got so close with them Mm -hmm. and max even lived with them for a period of time so the four of us got really close i loved when you lived with your parents like i feel like i got close with them oh my gosh i can't even believe i didn't originally think of this but getting closer with their dog penny like i have never wanted a dog so badly until i moved back home with my parents and i experienced what it was like being with penny and penny is my parents dog She's a multi-poo. She's a perfect little angel. I love her so much. Like, I could cry thinking about how much I love that dog. Oh, I love her. Like, she's so perfect in every way. Nobody could ever tell me differently. I mean, imagine when I have a child. Like, I'm going to be, like, that mom that's like, she's perfect. Oh, I'm, like, sick about Lulu. Like, I'm the biggest freak about her. So, I can't imagine. But just getting to spend, like, quality time with her, like, that animal literally eases my soul and like gives me so much peace but also i feel like you learned you got so responsible like because your parents would go out of town and you would take care of penny and like you realize what goes into you know having a dog and so i feel like that's why you did such a good job taking care of her and like you know so i feel like that's why you're going to be able to get one yeah it's definitely a lot of responsibility and if you're new here i didn't grow up with the dog my parents got penny when i was in college so this was definitely like the longest period of time consecutively that i had spent with penny truly living in the same household as her yeah like i didn't ever have a dog growing up so i didn't ever like walk the dog or feed the dog or whatever growing up like i didn't really know about it which i think is also so sick like I cannot believe my parents raised me without a dog. It's just, like, un-American. But, yeah. I will be raising my kids with dogs. Uh, I do have have a little childhood trauma from that. But, yeah. Penny is an amazing animal. And I feel like I really do understand now what goes into taking care of a dog. And that I'm ready for it. Especially because Max and I have Mm -hmm. the house. Like, hello. It's perfect. It's literally such a high. Like, obviously, there's been... A few kinks in the process mm-hmm. but overall the pros outweigh the cons and i think 2024 is going to be my year of like learning what goes into being a homeowner yeah i'm thinking about our episode a year from now what did i learn in 2024 it'll be like uh, how to fix an air filter how to replace air filters what and- the water heater was um <laughs> how to call a plumber like there's a lot of things we've learned um <laughs> exactly you have to grow up you do it's good but it's fun like it really is fun like i love taylor swift so much <laughs> am i okay i'm really going out of tangent but you know how she always says like you're on your own kid you always have been in her song and in her little i talk about her nyu commencement speech like it's my job you i do. think i brought it up five times on this podcast if you haven't seen it look it up on youtube but she's like the exciting part is your no she says The scary part is you're on your own now, but, like, the exciting part is you're on your own now. Like, you can do Mm -hmm. anything. And, like, I could literally go punch a hole in the wall if I wanted to right now, and, like, I don't even have a landlord. Like, I could just (laughs) go do that. Like, does that sound weird? Yeah, would I do that? No, but I could. And, like, I like that I have the possibility. Like, you love that you have that freedom. Yeah, it's freedom. And freedom is good. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I love that. The importance of freedom is what we've learned. (laughs) okay what's Um, your next high i'll go off with the house thing so i moved into my house this month december and 
it honestly is like the biggest high for me because I've been in my apartment for like two and a half years in Dallas and Amanda and I were talking about this. Such a huge difference living in a house than living in an apartment and I feel like I have so much space. Lulu's mental health is so much better. She's lost three pounds since since having a backyard. <laughs> literally. She's just like so much happier. I literally could cry. It is the sweetest thing ever. And um, just like having so much space and not feeling like I'm so crammed in my apartment. It's just been like so nice and it's going to be so fun to host this coming up year. I'm just now getting settled and yeah, I just feel like having a home is the best feeling. Like not having to deal with a parking garage like walking right into my house is so nice. So I'm very appreciative and I'm so excited. I'm so excited for you in this era. We're both in our home eras. Like I feel like the content is really going to be great. <laughs> the content has been great. Speaking of content, that brings me to my next high. 2023 was, I mean, in comparison to 2022, the year of me like truly monetizing my content. And I'm very happy about it because Obviously, I have been working at this whole like influencer thing, which I hate the word influencer. We've already talked about how like that makes me cringe for a very long time and like really like trying to find like what my niche is and like how I can show up in this space and like help other people. And I was thinking a lot about my why and especially like thinking about 2024 and what I want to like bring to my community online on here on TikTok on Instagram Instagram is like a whole different thing I need to work on a little bit more. But um, I was thinking about my why and like why I started posting. And I feel like I truly figured it out this year. And it's kind of a weird reason. But this is what it is. I'm doing it for like my myself. Like the yeah. younger girl that like I used to be. Because i used to watch youtube videos and watch influencers and like makeup tutorials and all this as like my escape because i felt like there was nobody that i could relate to because all of my friends and family were not like me like i always felt like so weird wait amanda i'm literally getting chills because this is the same for me like no i know there I, was no one you could relate with like none of my friends were into all that stuff no none of my friends were like none of my friends cared about having like urban decay naked three when it came out like yes. like none of my friends like or my family understood like being like literally that girly i guess that was the only way like i could ex or i can explain it right now like my parents are both like very like not I don't even want to use the word practical because they're kind of ridiculous in their own ways like they have an absurd wine collection but like they never understood like clothing and shopping and like makeup, fashion and yeah. beauty like my mom never wore makeup growing up my mom taught me not a lick not one thing about makeup and so I remember that's why I originally started looking for like bloggers and influencers and watching YouTube because I really wanted to start wearing makeup and I always took cheer and dance growing up and all the other girls would have like their moms do their hair and makeup for like, you know, the games and our recitals and whatever. And they would always have these like amazing like false lashes on and I would always be like, mom, like do my makeup. And she's like, oh, you don't need any of that. But like, I like wanted to wear it. Yeah. And so, like, I would teach myself, like, how to do a bun, I remember, for, like... The sock bun. I remember oh doing that. But, like, yeah, like, for dance class, and I would look up, like, 
how to do eyeliner, like how to have a smoky eye, how to do a French braid. Oh my God, I used to make my sister sit there for so long and I'd be like, okay, we're gonna do a waterfall braid now. Now we're gonna do a Dutch fish braid, tail, a fish fishtail. Like I, I remember like finding girls on the internet and being like, okay, like there's other people that yeah. are like this. Like there's other people who care about the stuff I care about, like I'm not alone. And so I was thinking, I was like, why did I start sharing my life? And I was like, I started sharing it because like I, want to be that person for somebody else you know what i mean because i think about my childhood and i'm like i don't even know like who i would be if i didn't have those creators no like, i know genuinely like they like raised me i remember when i was in i think i was in middle school i think it was in like sixth grade and i got on my macbook and like did a video i did like a haul like a shopping haul from like Dillard's and I posted it on a YouTube channel and everyone from school found out and everyone like roasted me. They, I remember they were so mean to me and I like posted like three videos and everyone make fun of me when I went through the halls and I was like, you know what? I don't care. But then, okay, obviously after the third video, I think I stopped. I'm like, damn, I really should have kept on because maybe, maybe things would have been different right now, but I don't know. I just, I totally relate to that. Yeah. Totally. Like, I remember, did you ever watch Tati, the beauty yes. YouTuber? She's, like, one I think of specifically, Juicy Star 07. Blair Fowler and Elle Fowler. Yes. Cerebell, oh. Cerebell oh 93 I name so many that I'm, like, I think of, and I'm sure a lot of our <laughs> listeners that are younger than us, like, don't even know a lot of yeah. these people. But, I mean, this is, like, really 20... 2012, like, maybe, yeah. 13. Yeah. I'm... I'm trying to remember when I got YouTube, but YouTube for me, this was really like YouTube. YouTube's like rise, like Marianna Hewitt's yes. YouTube channel. I still listen to her podcast all the time and I adore her. her, but like really her YouTube was, I think the first thing I found mm -hmm. from her. And then like from there, I feel like I got into like Olivia Jade, kind oh, of in I high school. loved yeah. Olivia Jade. I watched every single one. Yeah. Of, like when she did her palette with Sephora, I remember I was, I was like, out. I want to go to the meet and greet. Like no, I will go. Literally same. Um, That is so funny. Like Lauren Elizabeth, I would really oh, Lauren used Elizabeth. to be into her. I was obsessed Claudia with. Claudia Saluski. Okay, I watched a few of her. She was Lauren's friend. I yes. remember always seeing her on Lauren's channel, but I loved Lauren. Like Arden Rose. Like, there were so many. Yeah. Alexa Losi. There were, like, so many. Um, And I loved Rachel Purcell. Like, she was my blogger follow that I was, like, <laughs> yeah. I remember, like, seeing, like, her flowers, like, in her car. Like, do you know when, like, the Instagram girls would put, like, those flowers in the car? And then I remember being, like, mom, like, at the grocery store can we get like a ton of flowers and my mom be like you're 12 why like <laughs> like my mom never really bought that was another thing like she never really bought fresh flowers growing up which is so fine like we always had fake flowers but like i remember being like i want to like get these fresh flowers and like cut them and put them in our kitchen and like put them in our kitchen sink and like take a picture of them and post them on instagram and then I remember like trying to do it and being so disappointed because the soap in the bath, the background was like a bottle of like blue dial soap. And I didn't have like any of those aesthetic elements. <laughs> didn't have your Aesop hands. Well, you know about like the Mackenzie Child's teapot that I now have too. That was like one of those specific items where I was like, one day when I'm older, I will have this in my house. Like I like had a whole like ongoing list of things. Do that, you know like, what of mine was? What? William Sonoma kitchen towels. Like how random that, is that? No, but it's like things like that. I have like, them now. But you notice like these other girls have them and you like aspire to that. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like 
it almost like makes you feel like it's possible like yeah. you know what i mean like i would look at these girls and be like okay like i'm not stuck here forever like i'm not gonna older. be like one day i'm gonna have like this closet of all these clothes like one thing when i was growing up is like i always wanted to shop me too <laughs> Spent and all my money. I wanted to spend all of my money on clothes. I remember asking <laughs> every year for like designer items, and my parents were very against like buying designer things for kids. But I also like went to school with a lot of girls who were like literally having like Louis Vuitton purses in like eighth grade. And I was like, okay, mom, like I was a juicy couture girl. And oh, I remember yeah, that too. Yeah. I remember I went, like, all the guys at school would make fun of me, and I would bring these big, huge juicy couture purses to school. Oh, I, I remember when I got into Ursuline, which is where I went to high school. If this doesn't date me, I don't know what well. I got into Ursuline, and I remember I my mom bought me a pink Juicy Couture purse. <laughs> you know what the Gucci... Yeah, the Gucci Couture purse is. Yes. I wanted the pink yes. so bad. And, like, y'all, I had them. one Gu- Gu- Gucci Juicy Couture sweatsuit, I remember, yes. in middle school. And I would wear it on, like, our dress-down days when you didn't have to wear your uniform. And I remember thinking, like... I want to have like a closet of Juicy Couture sweatsuits. Like that's what I want. I would tell my mom and my mom would be like, Amanda, why do you think you need this expensive of a sweatsuit? Like you don't like we're going on such a tangent here. But like basically like my whole life, I felt like it wasn't okay to have these items because I was like not being shamed. And I know my parents didn't do it intentionally. Like I think they were literally flabbergasted by how different of a child i was than what they were expecting like my parents were just where'd you come from neither of them like cared about clothing or fashion at all and here i am like super materious like super brat like i'm like super like into all the fashion and the designers and like everything glam like girly like oh my god i always wanted to watch reality tv i was never allowed to my mom hated paris hilton like hated that whole thing like the kardashians that's Uh all i wanted to watch but anyways going back to what i was saying like i was like why am i really doing this like Mm -hmm. what what made me want to do this and i was like i realized i'm like doing it for my like inner child i think but also for like other girls like i want to like do it so that people today like grow up with like not that I want to be, like, someone people look up to. I don't know if that's, like, a vain mm-hmm. want to have. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that's, like, wrong of me to, like, want that. I, isn't? I don't know. No, it's not. I feel like, uh, like, just what you were saying, like, I feel like when I was younger, I wanted someone to look up to, like, that was interested in all the stuff I was. So, I feel like what you're doing is great. And your why is, like, it literally gives me chills because younger me would love. She would love you. Thank you. It gives me chills, too, because I was, like, I feel like for so long, I was, like, oh, maybe it's because I want to show girls, like, how to have a better closet or, like, how to do their makeup yeah. all these things. And it's not that I don't want to show those things, but I'm, like, no, like, I think I'm literally just doing this so that, like, other people out there, like, if you're like me, like, you know I exist and, like, it's going to work out. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you should like, talk about that more in your TikTok, I feel like. I think I need to, but, like, there were literally so many moments growing up where I was, like, I better, like, change my whole personality because, like, this isn't going to work because, like, everybody else out there wants to be, like, lawyers and doctors and, like, cares about sports and, like, all of this stuff. Like, I just wasn't surrounded with people that, like, 
had the same yeah interests like, have the same interests like which i know sounds crazy like i wasn't either because so. now i have so many friends like you and stuff like that but yeah. when i was little like i didn't in dallas especially like even though i can't it's imagine kind of honestly like alabama louisiana like yeah no it's like nobody yeah yeah well it worked out for us yeah, at least we found each other media. like <laughs> literally like that's why i'm like okay that's why we're doing this so like if you feel like that like yeah exactly oh dm me i don't know like it's gonna be fine <laughs> but anyway that. so that was like 2023 and, oh my other point to this was like i feel like i also figured out like the monetization mm-hmm. ltk like how to make money like 2022 was a lot more stressful like financially i think and then this year was a lot more like I figured out kind of like how to monetize my platforms but anyways what's one of your highs sorry that was like the longest high ever i know i feel like it was a good one um okay my next high i feel like towards the end of the year my confidence got so much better like i don't know as i said like i was at a low at the beginning of the year like between anxiety like being stressed out just like I felt like I was like a little rat on crack running around like, oh my God, I have to be here in 10 minutes, like blah, blah. And so I feel like my confidence is so much better. And I've always been like a relatively confident person. Like I have no issue walking into a room and being like, oh my gosh, hi, like mm-hmm. what's up? But like, I feel like at the beginning of the year, I just like wasn't as confident. And so I feel like it's really helped now that I'm kind of like dating. Um I've loved it. Like, I feel like it's been such a high and it's been so fun dating around. I think your standards are like so high now in the best way. Do you know what I mean? Like you will not settle and it's like, you know, you're not going to. Exactly. So it's like, you're like so particular and like, I love it because I feel like you know what you deserve. Yeah. And you're like, not gonna lower the bar for anyone. That is like so true. Uh, I've been so picky, but it's not a bad thing at all. And I just know what I want. I feel like I like look at my friends when they're in relationships and stuff and I'm like she doesn't need to settle like she doesn't need this guy he's not good enough for her and I'm like I need to feel the same way about myself and hold myself to that standard what I hold my friends to and so yeah I feel like that's what I'm gonna work on continue to work on this year and I feel like it's just been like so much fun dating and I've had so much fun so that was a high okay my next high is I made so many new friends this year. Like, honestly, when I say so many, I don't mean like a hundred, but I think I made really great friendships with girls where we have so much in common and we have the same goals and it's been so fulfilling and rewarding. Mm-hmm. Like all the girls we had on our podcast, like Maddie, Claire, like obviously me and Reeves, we've gotten so much closer yes. since recording this podcast together. And now we're literally like sisters. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> and it's for the best. I love it. I love our relationship so much, but going to the other influencer events in Dallas, like I walk in now and I feel like I see a familiar face or I can text somebody when I'm on the way and be like, oh, are you going? Mm-hmm. Versus a lot of those events I used to showing be up and just being nervous. So nervous. I like wouldn't want to go because I didn't know anyone. And it is still sometimes like that. But like, I feel like I've established myself a little bit more and I'm feeling mm-hmm. like way more secure and like owning my truth like yeah. a little bit and like i think that i've made friends with people who are similar to me and like people i look up, up look up to mm-hmm. and it's like shown me that i should just be confident in myself you know yeah, what i mean of but course. like obviously having amazing women around you like always helps your confidence like they say like 
show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Like, you know, that little. Yeah. It's so true. Quote. Like, I feel like someone, like, just an example, like, Maddie Jewell, she is so smart. And just, like, I love listening to her talk about, like, businessy type things, like, everything. I feel like she just, like, has her shit together and mm-hmm. knows. And it's, like, I look up to her. No, I know. I agree so much, too. I totally look up to her because I was, we were at an event the other day and I was telling her about, like, me and Max's relationship. Just, like, the new house, like, stuff we're doing, like, whatever. And I was asking her all these questions and I was like, yeah, I feel like sometimes I'm so, I can't remember how I phrased it. I was like, I feel like sometimes I'm so alone, not like alone, but like I'm the first of a lot of my friends to like move in with their mm-hmm. boyfriend. I mean, actually I am the first of all my yeah. close friends to move in with their boyfriend besides like, obviously like Maddie is like married, Claire's like married and I was just asking her a lot of questions and then I was like, I'm sorry, I'm asking you so many questions. I'm just the first of my friends to move in with their boyfriend. And she's like, no, like, that's what you have me for. And I was like, oh my God, like, yeah, like we're friends. Like I have a friend that I can like look up to and like, she's like three years older than me and me and Maddie have actually like kind of known each other for a long time because we went to the same high school and same college, but she was always just so much older than me that Mm -hmm. we never like really crossed paths. But, um, Whenever she said that, like, I don't even know if she noticed that I, like, really remember that she said that. I was like, no, I'm going to be asking you because I actually have no one else to ask about these things. I will be calling you. I will be calling you. Like, I was explaining to her that our fence in the backyard is rotting. And I was like, yeah, so have you had that happen yet? And she's like, oh, well, this, 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 and this, and this. And I'm like, okay. I feel like she has a solution for everything. No, she does. (laughs) She knows her shit. (laughs) Anyways, um, we need to have her back on the podcast. but. Yeah, I I just, like, feel very happy with, like, the new friends I have in my life. And it's, like, weird to think that, like, if I never started sharing my life on social media, I would never have made any of those friends. That is so true. I feel like, yeah. I'm just, like, so happy now you have people to, like, go to these things with because you did used to get, like, stressed out about it, I feel like. Yeah. I still will. But, like. Yeah. They're fun. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is, like, so random and not, like, emo sappy. (laughs) I feel like this year, a high has been stepping up my makeup game and my skincare game. Finally got, like, a good skincare routine that I noticed a true difference in. And I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. But Amanda and I both use Skin Better products. And, yes, they are pricey. But, like, truly... I've had so many people actually like DM me from listening to our podcast and they actually like got skin better. And um, one of my good friends, she texts me, she's like, I don't know what I would have done. Like I have struggled with my skin for years and we are by no means an esthetician, but we both went to like the same esthetician and she kind of got us straightened out. And um, I feel like it helped with my confidence so much. Like I didn't have like pimples or zits or anything, but it was more like texture and dryness and dullness I feel like and so now my skin's just like way glowier and it just really helps with my confidence and then um you know just like getting the TikTok viral makeup products I feel like (laughs) they're viral for a reason and I've had so much more fun like doing my makeup and now that I'm going on dates I feel like it's so fun to like get dressed and go to dinner and like do whatever and so I'll try like new eyeshadow looks and stuff like that so it's been just like so fun playing around and it just helps with your confidence like just putting on makeup and you just feel so 
put together. Yeah, I feel like every year of life, it's like I just get better at that stuff, truthfully. Yeah. Like, I look practice. back at high school, college photos of myself. Yeah, just practice makes perfect, right? Like, the more you practice, the better you get. The mm-hmm. more you try new products, whatever. Um, That is one thing I always kind of look forward to about the next year. It's like, what's my little glow up going to be this year? Yeah. You know? Like, like what are we going to Don't get me wrong. I've glowed do down next? in ways, but like, overall, I would say. Yeah, we've been like leveling up. Leveling up. I love it. Well, I think that about wraps it up, don't you think? Yeah, this was a good little reflection episode. I liked this. I did too. We got deep. (laughs) I know. Uh, It's making me excited for all the amazing things that are going to come in this new year. If you missed our announcement at the beginning of this episode, we are taking a little break. The season one finale of Spritz O'Clock will be on January 2nd. We're going to take a little two-week break and be back on January 23rd with the season two premiere. We cannot wait to make things bigger and better than ever this next season. And once again, if you are looking for an internship opportunity and listen to this podcast, if you're a social media girly, you enjoy content creation, Mm -hmm. social media, pop culture influencers, you know, if you're one of those girls I was talking about earlier that feels like they need to connect with someone and you're in college and you want to work for us, email spritzclockpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to talk to you. Yeah. And if you have any guesses on what's coming up, this coming up here, leave it in the comments below or dm us because i kind of want to know what you guys thinks on the horizon i think that would be interesting so watch i don't even know what they would guess but we have good things planned so get ready with that being said it looks like it's about time for us to wrap up if you enjoyed today's episode please make sure to leave a comment down below like this video give us a five-star rating if you're listening on spotify follow our podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and check us out on social media. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, ideas, or feedback, you can find us at It's Amanda DeWitt on TikTok and Instagram and at Reeves underscore Lee on TikTok and Instagram. I hope you guys have a fabulous rest of your day and we will see you here next Tuesday for a new episode. Bye. Bye.